You are listening to the Courtship Code Podcast, where we use a combination of psychology, spirituality, and matchmaking industry techniques to help you to level up your love life. And I'm your host, relationship coach and author, Zara J. Don't forget to join us in our women's only Facebook group, Captivating Courtship Code, where you're able to continue the discussion, post questions for peer support, and also get free content and resources. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks for listening. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Courtship Code Podcast. I am your host, Zara J, and thank you guys for joining me for another week. And thank you guys who are in the Captivating Courtship Code Facebook group. Thank you to you ladies for participating and being a part of the dialogue. And I am very grateful and thankful to be building this supportive community of like-minded women who can act as a peer support and a positive support for women who are also on their journey. If you haven't joined that free private women's only Facebook group, then be sure to go ahead and join this Captivating Courtship Code on Facebook. As you guys know, I'm going to be hosting a free training March 18th So make sure that you sign up for the free training. Even if you're not able to join live, just make sure that you sign up for it so you can get access to that information. The free training is called How Successful Spiritual Women Break Their Single Cycle. And I'm going to be sharing with you things that I did along with my clients in order to attract their ideal partners and also able to go to the altar, right? Because that's ultimately where you want to go. So I'm going to be talking all about that in my free training. It's 100% free and I will not be selling anything to you on the training So make sure that you go ahead and enroll in that. And you can go to the Facebook group, the Captivating Courtship Code Facebook group, in order to gain access to the site where you can enroll and watch the free training on March 18th. Thank you in advance to anyone who's going to be joining that. Now today is going to be a great episode for so many people. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Of course, I'm speaking to women when I'm talking, but this stuff pertains to men as well. But I'm going to be sharing with you guys three wounded passion patterns that are very common that I have worked with in coaching, I have worked with in matchmaking, and that I hear all the time when I'm doing discovery calls or different consultations. And just the the consistent top three wounded passion patterns. I want you to be aware of these patterns. I want you to get your aha moment and think this may be me. Um, If you identify with any of these passion patterns, I think it's really important to have some perspective on what may be going on with you when it comes to being in a single cycle, when it comes to the attracting partners that may not be the best fit for you. So just to give you some background on passion patterns in case you're unfamiliar with my passion patterns, this is something that I've created. 
along with my signature six step captivating courtship code, which is something that I created. This isn't something I read in a book that I've taken in a class or that I've gotten from someone else. Th these are codes and different profiles that I have established in my years of working with singles from all over the world, both men and women, and working in the love industry. And through my research, through my data, and through my intuition, been able to create eight different wounded passion pattern profiles. And when I tell you these things are spot on, they are absolutely spot on. Now, I uh, usually like to identify these with my coaching clients and tell them which ones uh, pertain to them because it's often more than one. You may have just one main wounded passion pattern or you may be a combination of several. I know at one point in time in my life, I was a combination of three different ones, unknowingly, right? This was before I even knew what was going on with me. I had these, some wounded passion patterns too that I had to break and had to heal and overcome in order to, to pivot and attract my ideal partner. But my clients, when they first come to me, are often suffering with these as well. So over my years of interviews and coaching and matchmaking and just collecting data on men and women from all over the globe, I was able to reduce and categorize people typically into eight main wounded passion patterns. Now, there may be more. I might <laughs> discover more one day, but right now at this point in time, there are eight main ones that I've been able to discover. And I'm going to be talking a lot more about this in the near future and sharing a lot more about this along with my Captivating Courtship Code because these are signature things that I have created and I have discovered. And, and they're life-changing. They're life-changing. When I tell you that the Captivating Courtship Code is how you elevate and how you pivot when it comes to relationships, it's a step-by-step -step system. And let me just explain this. The reason why I created this code is not because people are so clueless, but because when you, some people think in systems. I know I'm a systematic person. I like plans. I like logic. I like things to make sense. I like to know what I need to do, right? So I wanted to make it very simple and easy for people to understand the process that you can go through in order to change how you've been attracting partners, in order to go from being heartbroken and wounded and feeling low self-worth and, and being in a place of, of just not feeling very confident or taking action when it comes to relationships, to being in a place of not only high self-worth, but getting the marriage and the commitment that you want. Now, some people may think that's impossible. You don't know how to do things, but I, I honestly completely disagree. And my proven system disagrees with that as well. And not only have I helped other people accomplish that, but I have benefited from it as well. So I know that this works and I know the big change that it can make in your life if you do things systematically and you commit to it, how you can go from being wounded to high self-worth to committed. And that's what I break down. So if you haven't already downloaded the free Captivating Courtship Code playbook where it talks about these six steps and it walks you through those six steps. It doesn't go through it in detail, of course, my coaching programs, my group coaching or my one-on-one -on -one coaching is what breaks everything down so that you're able to 
uh, not only have more in-depth detail, but have the inner work exercises and meditations and everything else that you need to go along with it so that you actually change it long-term. And not only that, but so you also know how to do it over and over and over again. You may hit a bump in the road. You may make some mistakes, right? Because whenever you're trying to improve, whenever you're trying to do something different or do something better, you're going to make mistakes until you really learn it. But a pattern has to be repeated. It has to be consistent. So you're going to have to consistently make the effort and consistently work on improving. You can't just even just take the coaching program and then just that's it. No, you have to consistently work at it. But when you understand what steps you need to go through, oh, I'm not feeling good about myself. Oh, I did go through a breakup. I thought this guy was the one. He's not the one. And now I'm not feeling too good. Let me go back to wounds. Let me go back to square one and work myself back up, right? Or let me adjust my worth. And these are the things that I need to do. And now I can get to step four, step five quicker, right? Because you want to reduce that time. Most singles are spending a lot of time stuck in one step and not moving to the next because they don't know how to get from one step to the next. So in the Captivating Courtship Code, either of the group coaching, whether it's steps one through three, which is uh, wounds to worth or steps four, five, and six, which is connect, I'm sorry, captivate, connect, and commit. Either one of those group coachings or the one-on-one coaching for either one of those is what's going to help you give you a systematic way to move through this and attract better quality relationships. Didn't even mean to go on a whole tangent about that. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I know that that wasn't the intention of this, So I'm going to go ahead and jump in, but I just wanted to share that information with you so you understand what these passion profiles are and how I came up with these. This isn't just something that I just made up. It comes from years of research, years of data, years of interviews, years of coaching, years of matchmaking, and noticing these consistent patterns that a lot of singles fall into. So today, as I said, I'm going to share with you three common wounded passion patterns that I see that and I've given each one of them their own names as I mentioned there are eight that I have created but I'm going to share with you three of those today and I'm going to just give you a brief overview so you understand some of the common actions mindsets and behaviors that these top three tend to make and if you identify with these feel free to shoot me a message so we can talk about how to break this pattern or feel free to post in the Facebook group and get other people's perspective on where they are and if they can relate. But these are common, so don't feel any shame or guilt around them. They're super common, but just know that these are things that you're going to have to change if you wanna attract a better quality of relationship. Doesn't mean you won't attract any relationship, but you're gonna attract a relationship based on where you are right now. So number one, the first super common, super common, wounded passion pattern that I tend to see in my clients, especially the type of women that I tend to work with, who tend to be go-getters, they tend to be pretty successful, um, you know, even if they're not super successful, but they've accomplished something in life, right? And these women tend to be pretty hardworking. Um, They tend to be intelligent women, smart women, 
and very confident in their ability to perform, particularly in their careers, right? But this number one wounded passion pattern is the trophy pattern. And I've seen it in my male clients as well. So like I said, none of these passion patterns are only for women. They're for men and women, but right now I'm just speaking directly to my women folk, okay? So the number one is the trophy pattern. Now the trophy pattern, like I said, is the most common wounded passion pattern that I tend to see in the types of women that I work with. Now for these women, the, the wounded attraction that they have comes from a place of a deep need for validation. They may feel very validated when it comes to their accomplishments or their career, or they, they know that they're able to perform, like I said, but they have a deep need of validation from others. They really need to feel loved. They really need to feel worthy. They really need to feel admired. Another thing that I've noticed with a lot of the trophies is that they tend to have the love language of affirmation. That tends to be a very highly prioritized love language for them is gain, getting affirmations from others getting praise from others, right? This tends to be something they really have a deep need for. But even if that's not your top love language, the deep need for validation puts them in a place where they tend to see others as an extension of themselves. And that's why they need to be validated. They need their partner. They kind of see the type of partner that they're attracted to as an extension of themselves. So they might be looking for someone that's very accomplished or someone who is very good looking or someone who makes a lot of money or someone who they kind of view as a trophy partner. Not saying that they have to feel like this partner is, you know, they consciously, they're not saying or desiring someone who's the absolute best, but being with a certain type of person gives them a sense of validation. They're looking to feel like they've gained a trophy and you can see if this is you, but if, if when you think about a partner, maybe in your past courtships or even in your current one, if when you think about this person, you think about how others will feel about them. Do you feel like if other people see me with this person, they'll feel they'll look at me in a good way or if my family sees this person my family will think highly of me or i can't wait to tell someone that this person is a doctor or this person uh has accomplished these awards or this person has gotten this degree that the accomplishments and, and the little trophy material things about this person, maybe the car they drive or the house that they're in, whatever it is, it gives you a sense of validation. It makes you feel worthy that this type of person wants to be with you. And it makes you feel good. It makes you feel valued if other people admire this person and that gives you a sense of self-worth. So you're seeing this person, who they are, their accomplishments as an extension of you. They're a reflection of you. Not in a normal way that most people feel like, yes, your partner's an extension of you, but in a sense that it gives you a deep sense of validation that other people will feel good about who you are because you're with them. This is a very common wounded passion pattern. And it's a wounded passion pattern because what it does is it makes you put this person on a pedestal. And when you put this person on a pedestal, you put your partner on a pedestal, 
not in a way that you admire and respect them, but in a way of they are a trophy in your eyes. They give you a sense of validation. When you view them like this, you lower your own pedestal. And this is where the low self-worth kicks in. So I want you to be mindful of that. And there's so much more that goes into this wounded passion pattern that I'm going to share with you uh, in my coaching program. I can't get into it today and I'm definitely working on something else to talk about it. But when I work with you one-on-one, I'm definitely able to give you a lot more perspective into it. But just keep in mind, if you identify with any things, you may have a trophy passion pattern. And I just wanna add this to the trophy. A lot of times people develop this from what I believe and from my observations is that somewhere in life, they've developed a belief system that they have to work hard for whatever it is that they want. So maybe it was getting good grades in school. Maybe it was working really hard to get your parents approval and validation. Maybe it was working hard to get the career, the income, or whatever it is that you want to achieve. But you have an achiever, you have a high achieving mindset, right? You've developed this belief that you have to work hard for whatever it is that you want. So you carry that over into your relationships and you develop this mindset that you have to work hard in order to get commitment. You have to work hard in order to get this person's approval. You have to work hard in order to get this person's respect and to feel honored by this person. So you don't find anything wrong with having them on a pedestal because you already have a belief system that says that you must work hard and that something is out of your reach and you have to work to get it. So. There are definitely ways to pivot from this. There are definitely ways to break that pattern, but just be consciously aware if this is something that you do or a passion pattern that you may have. I'm gonna dive into two more, the next two common wounded passion patterns when we come back from this short break. Wait, I'm pausing this podcast to tell you to head over right now to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and download your free Captivating Courtship Code playbook. Now in this playbook, I share with you my signature six-step Captivating Courtship Code, three myths that you want to avoid, and four tips to start using right now to level up your love life and the types of relationships that you attract. This is a 100% free guide just for you. So go ahead and head over to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and get yours. Don't forget to tell a friend. All right, and we are back and I'm going to share with you two more wounded passion patterns. So I've already shared with you trophy and trophy is definitely the top one that I see with the types of women that I work with but there are seven more (laughs) so I'm only going to share with you three today but there are eight in total wounded passion parents that I've been able to categorize and to create over my years of relationship coaching and matchmaking so I'm going to share three of those with you guys today. Now, the second one is what I call the love me pattern. The love me pattern is another that's very common, especially with some of the spiritual women, whatever that religion or that spiritual practices that you are into. 
but I see this often with a lot of my spiritual women is the love me pattern. Now the love depend, the love me pattern tend to be uh, codependent romantics, hopeless romantics, beautiful people with beautiful hearts, right? They really see the good in the world. They really tend to see the good in people and they have really good intentions. But the problem is, is that they tend to operate from a codependent lens that makes it really hard for them to set and keep boundaries. Beautiful people, bad boundaries, okay? So with the love means, because they're such hopeless romantics, because they're codependents, because they have bad boundaries, they really struggle with asserting their voice and asserting their needs. And they are very disconnected from their feminine intuition. Now, when I say their feminine intuition, I don't mean this only pertains to women because men can also have this pattern. Men who people would say are Captain Sabaho, right? Like men who tend to always want to rescue a woman or they like women who are very needy or downtrodden. They kind of have this just codependence where they, they, they have a need to be needed right? They have a deep need to be needed. Um, they're, they're also disconnected from their intuition. Your intuition is just a feminine energy. So that's why I say your feminine intuition. We all have masculine and feminine energy. So when I say that men that are listening, don't feel as though that's not you, that you have masculine intuition. It just doesn't work like that. You also have feminine intuition, but we're just going to call it intuition. So you don't feel some type of way. Okay. But they're deeply disconnected from their intuition. And one way to know if you are disconnected from your intuition, whether this is your wounded passion pattern or not, but a way to identify if you are disconnected from your intuition is to really reflect and ask yourself, do you trust yourself? Do you trust yourself? Do you trust yourself to make good decisions? Do you trust yourself to be able to identify the right kind of partner for you? Do you honestly trust yourself to make a good choice when it comes to your love life? If you're not able to confidently say that, to really confidently say that, not in a surface level way that makes you just feel good because you don't want to admit it to yourself, to, but to be really honest on if you're clear, if you're intentional, if you're confident about the right type of partner for you, then you may be disconnected from your intuition. Um, another way to tell if you may be disconnected from your intuition is to identify are you feeling oriented? Are you able to be vulnerable? Are you able to fully connect with your feminine energy? Again, this is for both men and women of being feeling oriented. If you have a hard time expressing your feelings, if you have a hard time uh, connecting with your emotions and connecting with your feelings so that you're able to allow that to be your guide and trusting your intuition, then you're probably disconnected from your intuition. So these are just some common things that the love me wounded passion pattern is attached to. And they tend to attract low value, low quality relationships because they have such a deep need to be needed. And this often also causes them to allow relationships to drag on way longer than they should because they they need they feel like this person needs them. And if they leave this person, if they walk away, then 
that person is going to either be upset with them or this person is not going to get something that they need in life. But really, it's it's not about the other person. It's the fact that they need to be needed and that they need to feel validated through that need to be needed. So this, again, can cause a lot of low value attraction, a lot of codependency. It can, it can cause you to overstay your time in a relationship because you're so fearful of walking away. It just gives you a sense of validation to be needed. So that's the number two common wounded passion pattern. The third one I'm gonna share with you today is also super common. Um, I also tend to see this in a lot of women that I work with, but not not always. Um, definitely nothing's cutting dry. Like I said, people are usually one main wounded passion pattern then a combination of others and because there are eight different types they can fall anywhere on the spectrum but very few people are only one i don't think very few people are one i think most people are a combination so the last one i'm going to share with you guys today are the toxics the toxics when it comes to the wounded passion patterns now the toxics are also very disconnected from their intuition they don't really trust themselves they often don't really trust others um they tend to have an anxious attachment so they tend to be very clingy very needy very reactive when it comes to communication or comes to relationships they have a wounded attraction so they are actually toxic as well let me say this too just so i can make sure that you understand you can be avoidant and be toxic right you because you may shut down and not know how to communicate and that might be causing the relationship to be toxic but a lot of times with the women i work with on my end the toxics tend to be more anxious but you may not come to someone and seek help because you're toxic avoidant okay so i just want to make sure i get that clear but the toxics tend to be attracted to each other right the anxious and avoidance and because they're clingy they're needy they are reactive and they are drawn to basically the cold shoulder or they're they're drawn to maybe someone who's highly reactive and and highly anxious or someone who's a really bad communicator because they're not as good of a communicator as they may think they are. They are equally reactive, but it might look different. I, I hear sometimes the toxics focus a lot on their partner um, when I'm talking to them or when they're seeking help or some type of advice. They tend to focus a lot on their partner's bad communication or partner's bad behavior, but they don't realize that they tend to have a lot of that toxicity. It just looks different. But the toxics also have a fear of abandonment usually. So they will stay in a relationship even if they are very much on the edge and feels as though this person will abandon them. They have a fear of walking away. They, they will stay in toxic situations because that's better than walking away. They, they, they aren't in a place of high self-worth that allows them to walk away. And another thing with the toxics is that they don't really expect to be honored and respected. They would rather beg for it and plead for it and have reactive arguments or conflict or, or all this other tension in a relationship because they don't 
really expect to be honored and respected in a relationship. They feel as though they have to fight for it or in order to get it, they have to shut down and shun a person in order to teach that person how to respect them. So that tends to be a toxic passion pattern if you're attracted to people who behave this way or if you behave this way it causes you to be drawn to emotionally unavailable narcissistic or toxic people uh you probably have the toxic passion pattern so that's it for today guys again that's a review that's the trophy wounded passion pattern the love me wounded passion pattern and the toxic wounded passion pattern and if you know anyone who may benefit from hearing this make sure that you share this with them but i hope that this has given some of you that are listening to this episode some perspective on what you may be going through what's internally and subconsciously going on with you that may be drawing you to the type of partners that you are interested in or the type of partners that are drawn to you. So it's always important and I can't stress this enough to break this pattern if you want to level up in your love life and if you want to attract a quality relationship. You may attract someone based upon the level that you're at but just think about this. Think about the wounded passion patterns that I mentioned today and, and there are five more that I haven't shared with you. But just think about the common behaviors, traits, and mindsets of the three that I mentioned today. And be honest with yourself. What quality relationship would you attract if you're in this place currently? If these are the patterns that you that you currently possess? What level of relationship are you gonna be drawn to? What level and quality person is going to be attracted to you? And even if you get that quality, amazing person that's drawn to you, do you think that if you have these typical passion patterns, these mindsets, behaviors, and, and actions, that you're going to be able to maintain a relationship that they are going to wanna be in? So. If you want to learn more about how to break these passion patterns or to learn more about the other passion patterns, then go ahead to the website, captivatingcourtship.com. You can join one of the group coaching wait lists or you can apply to work with me one-on-one and we'll get on a call and we'll discuss what will be the next steps for you and what areas do you want to address so that you can break your passion patterns and so we can work together and you can have the support that you need in order to change the way that you are drawn to relationships and the types of relationships that are drawn to you. If you've enjoyed this episode, then make sure you share it with family, friends, or any of your peers who may benefit from listening to the Courtship Code podcast. I'll be back next week with more tips to help you level up your love life. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And until then, stay on code.